This, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer. Welcome, 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 everybody. Saturday, January 26, 2013, and we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop. Today, we'll smoke three cigars, and we're talking sports with NBC Radio Sports talk show host from the Boston Diehards, Anthony Pepe, about the upcoming Super Bowl and his cigars, named after the late great writer who's known for his cigars, Burt Sugar. We'll talk to Jose Blanco. He's the B in CYB Cigars, and we'll talk about the Cigar Symposium. We've got cigar news, events, and lots more this week on the Cigar Authority. Mr. Jonathan. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location this week. Nashua, New Hampshire. It's Saturday. It doesn't feel like deja vu at all. Yeah. We're rocking, baby. We're taping. We're taping. We're the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist you smoke along with us. And uh, you can not only catch us on all syndicated seven stations, currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, but you can also always tune in right now. Catch the secret tape show that Dave hates to let out of the bag on thecigarauthority.com, and you can watch us live. Or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You find us on iTunes. You find us on thecigarauthority.com. And you can listen to our recorded shows uh, twice on Sundays at thecigarstation.com. Chuck, I missed you last week. Chuck, I missed you last week. Why did you miss me? Um, Technical difficulties. No. Cluster you-know-what's going on. Technical difficulties. Oh, my God. It never happens when I'm not here. And you missed the big game. and uh, But you made mountains move. I did, yes. May Mount yes. Congratulations. Yes, it went you. well? Very well. Good. Do you wear a shirt well. and tie and a nope. jacket? Nope. Nope. T-shirt and jeans? Like uh, wore jeans. Yep. Really? Button down. Totally loose, man. Yep. It this was not, the, the speech of your life. De- it wasn't debonair. It wasn't... Yeah. It, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, actually. Yeah? You know, it's just about being yourself, man. I'm not necessarily a suit and tie guy, as you guys know. So why would I wear one on stage if that's not who I am? You know? Ah, interesting. Interesting. So that was kind of what Did I... anyone from the panel ask you why you weren't wearing a suit and tie? No, I think if you were to wear a sh- uh, shirt and tie, you would uh, you would not have fit in. You would, ah. lo- you would have lost street cred. You would have lost street cred. All right. Yes, All right. very gangster, internet marketing, <laughs> uh, you know. Live life on your terms. Be yourself. Don't don't be a fraud. That, right. That's uh, that's a gentleman right there. there All right. Is. Okay. We'll Certainly see what you is. Have to say this week uh, on the gentleman segment when when that comes up. Uh, we're going to light up the first cigar of the day. This is Burt Sugar, and with us here is from NBC Sports, Anthony Pepe. He's got his own Boston um, energy drink. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Anthony, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us. Happy um, Saturday. Happy Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Or you could ring the bell on that one. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, fellas, for having me. I, I, I love time. hanging with you guys. And if I could do the show here every day, I would. Yeah, he, uh, he uh, has just recorded, not recorded, they just did a live show here earlier from NBC Sports uh, because of the big Patriots loss that happened. And uh, they decided to uh, have what they thought was victory cigars here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. But instead, they turned into uh, what? 
unhappy, uh, bittersweet smoke. Bittersweet, whatever. Comfort. <laughs> the the, the cigars, Patriots right? couldn't make mountains move. No, they no. sure could. They, they certainly could not. They certainly could not. You're gonna have to update me. I haven't seen any highlights. I haven't seen any of the game. I was on a plane. And this is Chuck, who works for the New England Patriots, has been to the last seven years of every game. Pretty much. The one yeah. you missed. The one I missed. Is and, they, and they couldn't pull it off without you. So check this out. I mean, not only is it the biggest game of the season, uh, we're on radio. You guys must have heard of Gil Santos. Absolutely. play-by-play The guy. voice for the last 37 years. Retiring this year. Last night was his last game. And, uh, and as you a missed broad, that, too. And I missed that, too. You know, guy that I'm working with for Did eight years now. and. It's a tough way to go out. Tough way to go out. Oh. That was a tough loss. So I looked at the score. Was, was, it, was it a blow? I mean, did they, did they even show up, the Patriots? They didn't show up in the, the second score. half. <laughs> well, you just off the plane or what? What's that? You just off the plane? No, 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 no. Okay. I got, I took, not a red eye, but uh, I, I took off right before kickoff, and I, and I had a delay in Atlanta, and I got a quick score check and had a run to the gate. So I, missed, I didn't see any of the game. Well, Anthony, give them the, the two-minute rundown of what happened. Oh, boy. Baltimore was very physical. Patriots couldn't handle it. They made a lot of mistakes. Walker dropped a key ball that he should have uh, caught. Uh, Stephen Ridley is on blank street right now because he got hit by Pollard. And the Patriots decided not to show up in the second half. 28-13, and it was just uh, it was a tough game all around for Tom Brady and the whole Patriots One touchdown team. they scored. It was awful. It was awful. Two interceptions, right? Two interceptions, yep. Oh, and man. Belichick was not a gentleman at the end. <laughs> he, he did not do the interview with Steve Tasker, which was very classless. Um, you know, just overall uh, a bad day for the New England Patriots wow. organization. When, when normally they're at the highest peak and pedestal on top of that mountain, Chuck, if That's you will. That's right, man. Um, they, had a, they had a rough go about it. Ooh, they certainly yeah. did. So it's Baltimore, San Francisco. Your character is defined. You guys would agree with this. More so during times of defeat than success, oh, man. Yeah. You gotta class yeah, especially up. when you're down and out. You gotta step it up. That's the time up, you step man. it up. Everyone can be happy and go lucky. Yeah, when they're on top. But as everybody's telling me, we have the Bruins now. So we have the Bruins, <laughs> the Boston Bruins, and they're gonna do it for us. Yeah, uh, hockey's so much more interesting to watch than football. Not. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, y'all out of your mind. What are you smoking? <laughs> we're smoking burnt sugar cigars is what we're smoking. And this is your brand that you did in collaboration with the late, great Burt Sugar. Yes, I, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to uh, cover many championship fights in Vegas, in, in Florida, in Atlantic City, and all across the country. And, and I got to know him, Burt Sugar, over the years. I first met him in 2002. And... Uh, Literally did over 100 radio shows with Burt Sugar, interviews, radio shows, co-hosts with me. Just what a good guy down to earth. Mm. Literally the guy that would hang out at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, you know, at the bar at night until 2, 3 in the morning, just telling boxing stories, telling sports stories. He was a boxing historian. He's in the Boxing Hall of Fame, and uh, he was a sports guy. And not only that, he was a great guy, and I was lucky enough to call him my friend. Nice. And uh, he will be missed. You can get into the Hall of Fame without boxing? Oh, Actually, sure. boxing. Oh, yeah. Sly Stallone's in the Hall of Fame. Rocky. Yeah. Really? Yes. He was just inducted into <laughs> the Hall of Fame. Get out of here. Sly Stallone was. The ne- latest induction into the Never boxing Hall of Fame punch. was with Mike Tyson, and Sly Stallone got in. Wow. Believe that? Wow. Wow. Yep. Very interesting. But Burt Sugar belongs in there. Very funny story about Burt Sugar. When you take your driver's license picture, you're not allowed to wear a hat or sunglasses. Well, he's known for his fedora sure. hat and a cigar hanging out of his mouth. 
And uh, when he went to, to, to take his picture at the DMV, they told him to take his hat off. And he, and he, he refused to take his hat Nobody off. would recognize they, him. They, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> he took his driver's license with his fedora hat on. Wow. And, and obviously you're not supposed to take that with hat on. But Bert Sugar had his license with his fedora on. Awesome. <laughs> just, he's just a great Very guy. Cool. I, I literally could listen to stories. Now, from time to time, he did tell the same stories over and over. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they were all brilliant. Yeah. They were all brilliant. And, um, and a know, good storyteller, if I'm not fantastic, mistaken. Fantastic, fantastic. He was, the, he was a Marketing guy originally. He started yes. off in, in marketing. Yep. Big, some big, big. Um, Created a jingle. Yeah, big um, jingle. Do you remember what it was? Nestle's. And yes. 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 Bert Sugar created that. That is correct. That's huge. Yeah. Nestle yeah. makes the very best. Yeah, chocolate. chocolate. Wow. I know another version of that when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know that version. Right. <laughs> Bert's, Bert's best line was. He's stating something obvious, like, hey, did the Patriots suck on Saturday? He'd go, does Dolly Parton sleep on her back? Right. <laughs> and he would always say that line. It was just very funny to me. But what a, what a, what a great guy. And, and, again, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to hang with him and, and call him a friend, and he will be missed. Now, you're an interesting marketing guy yourself. You've got the, the energy drink here. And I just wish the... I could light this friggin' cigar. One of them. We're gonna have you do all the talking. You, you know, listen. You are the professional announcer, and we're just yeah. a couple of guys smoking cigars. No, anyway. literally, I'm struggling lighting it. I'm not sure why, but go ahead. That's because you're nervous being on the radio I'm, I'm for a sh- millionth time. I'm shaking. Yeah. So I, I noticed the other day, you guys, you guys a month ago did your radio show here. And uh, after the show was over, I, I had to use the restroom. I went in to take a leak, and at the bottom of the urinal is a cover, and it has your Boston's Energy Drink logo right on it. Yes. I created, That's genius yeah. because not Everybody one of us down. is going to reach in and take it out, <laughs> so it's going to be there forever. And uh, it's got your logo. You, I mean, you look down to pee, so it's right there. It's a urinal mat. That's a, a nice gorilla marketing tactic that's, that's worked for us. And, and we created the, the energy drink, Boston's Energy Drink, about two and a half years ago, myself and my partner, John Pika. And uh, we thought it would be a funny thing to do. And, and literally, when you try to get a brand out there, what better way to do it than putting it in a urinal where you know every guy in that bar restaurant is going to see your brand at least once is. during his stay. Sees it when it's going that, in and he sees place. it when it's so, going out. And it's funny because I, I went back to, to use the urinal um, today, and when I was in there, I'm, I'm not quite sure what the system is, but the light shut off on me as I was going. <laughs> it's a timer. You only have a few minutes. Okay. Yeah. So I have a certain amount out. of time to That's do something. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I, I, hope I, I hope I hit everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a drain, so you're oh, all okay. set. All right. This, you're is, all set. this is Boston's energy drink spelled B-A-W-S-T-I-N-S. So it's phonetical, exactly how we would say it. Boston's, and it's actually Wicked Pissa. Which, that's what it says on the urinal. That's Matt. right, yes. which makes sense, and you ah. see the connection there. So do you, feel, Pissa kid. Do you <laughs> feel like there's a little bit of negativity because someone's taken a leak on your brand? No. Not at all. Nothing, huh? No. That'd they're, be the first ba- thing I'd be worried they're, about. They're basically using our brand on that on that. That's brand, right. That's well, what they're doing. That's true. We it. hope. They drank it, and hopefully mm-hmm. uh, that's where it's coming out. Is it like the Ecto Cooler color on the inside? I, I haven't had one in a while. I had one of the old ones. Is it the same blend? Same blend, same great taste of that old other stuff that used to be called Beantown, yes. Gotcha. Long story behind that, but there was a lot of lawyers, a lot of lawsuits, and um, still paying bills as we speak. Oh, God. So that enough. was a Shame. fun time. And that's a, <laughs> as you start up a business and you've got to go through that kind of crap, uh, which is all, is, is all about the trademark, right? I mean, it's a trademark. You know, it's, it's funny about that because my old man was, was, is still ribbing me and still gives me heck, you know. How the hell didn't you trademark and do what you're supposed to do? I go, Dad, I went through the right process. I hired a company that, you know, 
does all these things to trademark and gave me a book of, of, of names we can and cannot use. They said we could use this. There was a uh, coffee, basically, that had the company Beantown locally, and we knew that. We still went about it. We still had, we had Beantown trademark, Beantown Energy Drink, had the logo, had the name trademarked. But the problem is, because they were first... Are we, first ready they, use. They came out, cease and desist, and then uh, we hired one of the top trademark attorneys in Boston, and he That's said, expensive. you know what, you have, yes, yeah. <laughs> he said, you have a case, but there's a possibility you could lose. Yeah. And I, again, as a startup company, yeah. you're not in a position to do that. No. So you go, you know what, we'll punt, we'll call it Boston's kid. Right. And, and that's uh, what we yeah, did. That's it. So uh, Moving on. Same great taste, same great uh, in, a, in a regular in a diet and to a you, fu- Mr. Jonathan, the diet I'm version. On a, I'm and on a diet. Fun, funny story about the company that uh, sued us is then uh, they were a distributing company of uh, food beverages. And then and after they sued us and we went through the whole process, we changed the name. I got right on the phone and called the lady who wanted to sue us and asked for a meeting and said, hey, would you distribute my new product wow. called Boston's? Didn't get a call back, but I just figured, hey. I'm still a good guy. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been a classy move if they said, you know something, we will? Because Chuck, you, add that to your gentleman's be, way list. Because you didn't go through the whole process. You, you backed down to them. Yeah. And, and the, I the, said uncle. And then I called her up and said, hey, you know what? We'd still like to meet with you if you'd be interested in distributing our product. And it's Uncle shocker, Pepe. Shocker, we didn't hear from nah, her. No, that was a big mistake on their part. But yeah. Anyway. Oh, my God. So you got the cigar out. And a uh, premium cigar out of Nicaragua. Good cigar. We carried here at Two Guys. Uh, doing well? Doing well. We're plugging away. You know, it's, again, like any startup, it's, it's trying to get the brand out there and brand recognition. Um, you know, people do love the cigar and enjoy it. And, uh, Very nice. Smoking one right now, and I'm really enjoying it with my pals. But I really like it. I like it because it's, it's mild, but unlike some mild cigars that are mild and kind of tasteless, this thing's got a lot of flavor to it. Well, Mr. Jonathan, I had a great consultant with this cigar, and I don't want to reveal my sources because, you know. You're sometimes, welcome. Sometimes those You're things welcome. are confidential. But <laughs> yeah. I, I had a great consultant, a great consultant crew when we created this brand, and I'm very proud of it. Um, you know, Bert loved this cigar, and, and another great story about Bert. Um, you know, and again, he passed away about a year ago. Um, he was sick on and off and, yeah. and coming in and out of hospitals. And, and one time he was really sick, probably about a few months before he passed, um, Someone was doing a story on him, and he came out, got out of the hospital, and he came home, and there was a package of Burt Sugar cigars waiting for him, and he was so excited. Nice. And, uh, you know, he smoked a lot, you know, throughout his years, but later on, it was just more of a kind of a, a, a thing, a prop, where he would just sure. always have the cigar sure. in his sure. mouth. And, um, you know, so hopefully we can uh, keep the legend moving with his name, getting this brand out there to the, to the boxing community, and, um, you know, and, and see if we can uh, do some good. I'm proud to say I got a couple of letters from Bert. Yep. He, he sent me a letter, uh, a couple of them, and it was from a typewriter. You could just tell oh, yeah. it was not using typewriter print. You could just feel that this thing was yeah. typed on a typewriter. Yes. You know, he, this, talk about old school. This guy was old school. Mr. Jonathan? What's this typewriter thing he's talking about? Yeah. yeah it's, it's before our time, Chuck. Okay. Thanks, man. So you got to imagine it was an old typewriter, too. Yeah. It's probably an old one, too. So it was awesome. That's anyway. so cool. So up and coming Super Bowl, uh, what do you think? Do you, ha- do you have a, uh, a favorite? Is there – you as a uh, – you know, big sports fan, your show is uh, not just that you're an uh, announcer, you're a big sports fan yourself. Uh, what is not how you feel uh, what you would like to happen, but what is going to happen? 
I don't know if, what exactly is going to happen. What I do know is you have two teams that are very physical, and the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens were very physical against the Patriots. You're going to see a smash-mouth football game. could be a low-scoring game. Um, you know, I don't really so have bet a, the under. Okay. Okay. If, yeah, okay. For entertainment purposes only, if you want to go under, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, okay. uh, Super Bowl 47 in two weeks. It's going to be fun because you have the two brothers coaching against each other right. for the first time, and, and, and the Harbaugh brothers. So um, it's going to be a little challenging for the parents on who to root for. Sure. But uh, it should be a fun, exciting game. The NFL, of course, wanted the Patriots and San Francisco, Patriots and Tom Brady, sure. and, and, of course, San Francisco in the big market. Uh, but Baltimore... You have a lot of stories there. You have Ray Lewis retiring. You have Joe Flacco coming of age and, and, and finally getting to the Super Bowl. And then, as I mentioned, you have the, the two coaches coaching against each other for the first time in the history of the Super Bowl. So should be a lot of fun. Uh, there probably be a lot of penalties, probably a little a lot of scuffling going on. And, and hopefully the refs let them play a little bit. Hopefully they don't throw a lot of flags early. Let these guys play because they both play physical, and it should be fun. How do you – and forgive me because I'm a rookie and I'm not really that into sports, but you said – Two physical teams. Now, football is a physical sport. You're out there smashing into people and, and tackling. Okay. What makes that not that physical or a team that just does regular tackling? How did, do you you watch, know? did you watch the Patriots to Baltimore? Did you see any of that game? So little of it. All right. Well, if you did, the Patriots were not physical. <laughs> And Baltimore was very physical. Right. That's why and they, they beat won. The, they beat the heck out of them. And, and okay. what, what happens is on defense, if these players are physical, they, they, they hit these players, the, the receivers and, and tight ends across the middle, and then the next time they're going across the middle, they're they a little skittish. Twice, yeah. They're thinking they're maybe not reaching for a ball. They're, the, the alligator arms are coming out. Uh, you knock somebody silly. They're thinking about going into the hole again harder next time or, or not so hard the next time. It, it takes a toll on them. And, again, the physicality, the Patriots got beat up bad. Uh, this last last weekend, and um, that was the reason they lost. Baltimore so, just beat them all over the field. Why didn't Belichick just at the halftime just put on Olivia Newton-John and get everybody in the mindset to get physical for the second half? And uh, I see what you did there. Is it just um, a <laughs> you know what the problem is? I, he he he, 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 he usually is a great halftime coach and making adjustments. Uh, maybe he did do that because okay. uh, they came out like Olivia Newton-John in the second they half. Did. Didn't score any points. And uh, had the, the couple of turnovers, and, and Stephen Ridley, their running back, got popped by uh, Pollard from the Baltimore Ravens and, and got knocked silly uh, and fumbled the ball. It was a big uh, change in the game, and, and again, it happens. If you, if you can't bang with the other team, you're going to get beat up, and you're going to lose a lot of games. So who's going to win the Super Bowl? I like Baltimore. I like Baltimore and what, the, what they're what be able to accomplish, not, not taking anything away from San Francisco and their... their, their Second-year quarterback in Kaepernick, who's playing unbelievable. They have a lot of offensive weapons. But Baltimore, they beat Andrew Luck, the rookie, um, in the first playoff game. Then they go on the road and beat Peyton Manning in Denver, which is very tough to do. And then they go to Gillette, which is impossible to do, and beat Tom Brady. You beat three very good quarterbacks, two of the greatest of all time, on the road. You're doing something pretty good. And and I don't want to go that whole destiny and all this stuff that... They're just playing great football right now, and I like Baltimore. And I think it's going to be a great game. It's got East Coast, West Coast. It's got a lot of stories behind it. It should be exciting, even though the Patriots, hey, we're Patriots fans here. We're here in uh, New Hampshire, New England, and uh, we root for the Patriots. Where, uh, but uh, I think it be- becomes a good game anyway. We're homeless. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. This is a nice, nice cigar holding a very uh, tight ash here, very well constructed. Um, Did you just say I have a tight ash? Yeah. All right. Thank you. 
You must be working out. <laughs> so Bird Sugar Premium Cigars, they're nice. And, and you're talking about a good value. You're looking at about $6 cigar? Yep. yep. $6 cigar, so you can't, you can't beat it. Um, all right, we're going to take a break because when we come back, we got – you want to stick around or what? I'll hang out. Beautiful. I have no place to go. When we come back, we have Jose Blanco from CYB Cigars. He's the B in the CYB. We'll talk about him and Cuanco y Blanco. That's what the brand name was. An interesting fact of this, it ran into uh, problems with the name, and they had to change the name. So you're going to live right home at home there. All right, cool. That and lots more with the Cigar Symposium and more. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Viral from TravelingStogie.com, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a a dwarf. Uh, A little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. 
and they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, uh, recording a show for Saturday. And uh, we wow, you just uh, come right out and say it now. Well, huh? now, now that you... Uh you're going to do it to me anyway, so I know what's about to come, so I might as well just do it. I hate to put it down, but we that have to put our Burt Sugar too. Cigar down right now uh, because we, it's time to light up another cigar. And this is a, uh, this is a, a great cigar I've, I've liked for the past probably five, six months that it's been out there. And it started off as Cuanca y Blanco, which is um, uh, two individuals out of Hoya de Nicaragua, uh, the owner, Dr. Cuanca, and... Um, Jose Blanco, and um, they, they apparently had trademark problems with that name. How amazing is that? So they made a change to it, and it's uh, Hoya de Nicaragua's CYB, standing for uh, their names. And on the phone with us right now, I hope, is Jose Blanco from CYB. Are you there, Jose? I'm here directly and live from Nicaragua, Manasa. From Nicaragua, beautiful. It sounds it sounds okay. Actually, it's not too bad from there. I'm sure the weather over there is much better than we're having here in New Hampshire right now. Yeah, it's sunny, a little bit windy, but uh, everything is, uh, is good. It's warm. Beautiful. Thanks so much for coming on with us. Uh, you started out, I know I, I met you many, many years ago when you were in the Dominican Republic with La Aurora, now in Nicaragua with Hoya de Nicaragua. Why the move? It's always a pleasure. I mean, I mean, uh, to be on the program, it's great, and um, I'm, I really enjoy, you know, your friendship and what you've done for the industry. You've been passionate about it. You've brought a lot of excitement to it. Thank you so much. Uh, so you have a collaboration now uh, with, with a new and different company, Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, you, I, I would imagine after you, you left uh, the Dominican, your choices of where to go could have been anywhere. Why Hoya de Nicaragua? Yes, it's been, it's been a great experience uh, being able to work with the oldest cigar factory in Nicaragua and with Frank and his family and Everybody here, it's, uh, it's really been exciting, and uh, I've always been a fan of uh, tobaccos from Nicaragua, and now able to work with so many great tobacco, it's, it's just been awesome. Uh, and that is the hot tobacco right now. Even people in uh, Dominican and Honduras, uh, everybody's using Nicaraguan tobacco. It, it seems to be the hottest thing going out there right now. 
Um, so Quanca y Blanco is how this brand started off, and now CYB. Why the change? Well, there was some issues, and, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that like to get into legal aspects and things like that. I think our industry has too many problems for us to deal with that. So, you know, we made it simple. You know, it's, uh, it's the same blend with uh, just with the, with the, it just changed the name of, the thing, I think we have a lot of more issues like FDA, smoking ban, taxation, and, you know, we have to avoid getting into these things. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I imagine Blanco. I actually know a handful of Blancos that are out there, and uh, that's probably uh, people uh, saying that's my name and you can't put it on a cigar and things like that. Uh, there, there is bigger fish to fry for sure out there. We in the cigar industry have lots and lots of legal issues with the government to deal with, and it's, it's a shame that we have to fight amongst ourselves when it comes to things like that. But uh, y- your cigar is being uh, distributed by uh, Drew Estates uh, through distribution. Uh, that that, that's going well. I know you have a connection with Jonathan for a lot of years. Oh, yeah. It's been great working with, with Jonathan. And, I mean, Drew Estate, they probably have the best sales team in the States. You know, the way they do their events and the promotions, social media, Twitter, Facebook, the blog, the forums. I mean, Jonathan, uh, Steve Saka, we have uh, the utmost respect. He's one of the most talented guys uh, in the industry. Also, Marvin, uh, really... Uh, Dave Lafferty. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I mean, it's a dream team yeah. working with people like that. And you're no, you're no slouch with social media either, Jose. Yeah, you're out there for sure. <laughs> well, I put in my 18 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like the rest of us. <laughs> so, so you've been you've been in this industry a long time. When did you start out? I didn't hear it. You've been in the industry for a long time. When did you start out in this industry? Oh. That's, I mean, if you go by there, my grandfather grew tobacco, my father grew tobacco, and all my family is still growing tobacco. I mean, you know, Hutchie, my cousin, has done a great job also there. I mean, it's in my blood. My father used to smoke five cigars a day, and he died a couple of years ago. And, I mean, the old man, you know, smoked for over 70 years. So I have it in my blood. I've been passionate about it. Uh, I will support CRA. I will support, you know, the rights of people who smoke. I've said it for many years, if you've been back to your country at 18, you should be allowed to smoke and drink at 18. Uh, smoking is not about health, it's about rights. And that's one thing that right now we have a lot of people uh, totally politically incorrect. It's just to do not believe in rights and want to take our rights away from us and tax us for them. Right. You, me- you mentioned Hochi, that's Hochi Blanco out of the Dominican Republic. I see him getting that's some attention. Right. He's starting to get attention out there with Aging Room. I know he put that together. That's cigars getting a lot of attention. It's good to see after all these years, Hochi getting some uh, love out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He knows, he knows tobacco. He's, he grows great tobacco like a nail. I mean, without a doubt, he has great tobacco. So uh, I look on my calendar. I know I'm going to see you in a very short time. February 1st, you're coming up. It's 6 to 8 o'clock. Uh, to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, for what is called the Cigar Symposium. What exactly are you going to do? How's that going to go? Okay, the way we're going to do it, because I remember many years ago, we did one where the people would smoke uh, was four or five different types of tobacco, and we called it Garama Puno, that means pure grade, where you're only smoking them. Uh, but now what we're doing is, you work at, the people are actually going to smoke a cigar with the same filler, 
and binder, and it's going to have five different wrappers on it. So I will be going and explaining to people how blends are made. We'll be talking about fermentation. We'll be talking about blending. We're talking about aging. We're talking about the process of growing tobacco, the different seeds. <laughs> I mean, it's over about an hour. Interactive. People go by is a very, very unique learning experience. This is a good education for a cigar smoker, a novice, and somebody that, that's been uh, smoking cigars for a long time because this process is really going to change the way you think uh, of tobacco and how um, the outside leaf wrapper, the wrapper tobacco, uh, really changes the d- dynamics of a cigar dramatically. And, and oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean I've, done, I've done over 600 of seminars worldwide, especially in Europe when I do them. People are... Even in the States, but you're, they're surprised because they're used to only, you know, certain types of uh, cigars. And when they see all those different types of wrappers and they see the impact on them, I mean, they're, they're, they're totally amazed. It brings cigar smokers to the next level. Yeah, and this is not uh, tobacco on top of each other. This is like uh, stripes of tobacco wrappers as it goes on. So as we smoke the cigar, it's going to change and evolve into, into the different wrappers. Is that exactly how it's going to go? That's the way it's going. It's going to be the same one I did two years ago in Vegas at the, uh, at the convention for the retailers, which I had almost uh, 325 retailers doing it live there. It went on for, wow. for yeah. two hours. I mean... I, this has gotten so much excitement that I go to you and ask these friends from Canadians that are, I mean, die-hard smokers, and they're coming to two guys on this, I think four of them, that are driving or flying from, I don't know what it is, I think they're flying, uh, because they're so excited about it, and there's, they've heard so much about it, and also they've heard so much about the shop that they, they want to be part of the experience. I hope I didn't lose you. You still there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yeah, I just, got nervous. Yeah, you just clicked off for one second. I'm excited about it myself because I'll tell you, I, I wasn't there in Las Vegas when you did it to 325 people, and I heard about it. Everybody was talking about it. I'm looking forward to it myself. This is going to be a much, much smaller group. We can handle about 60 people. So if you're interested in being part of the Cigar Symposium, it's only $22 to attend. We're going to give you some finger food, something to drink. Uh, it's February 1st uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. And if you're interested in uh, being part of this, uh, just call 603-898-2221. I'll say that number again. If you're interested in being part of the Cigar Symposium, it's February 1st, 6 to 8 o'clock. It's only $22, well worth it. Uh, You're going to get a little food, you get something to drink, and you're going to go through this process of these five tobacco leaves. Uh, Meet Jose, learn a lot, and he's going to learn a lot from you too because he's going to be asking you questions and you'll be asking him questions. The phone number again is 603-898-2221. Call up, reserve your spot. It's going to be well worth it. I'm looking forward to it myself. Uh, I've never gone through. I've gone through the process of the different tobaccos that, with you, actually, of um, all one type of tobacco at a time. But this is a, a unique thing I have not gone through. Yes, it brings people not only to that. You know, we're going to talk about the different aspects and, and the things that you need to do a blend. I don't want to get into a lot of details because I like to ask a lot of questions and uh, we'll have a great time. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I'll see you in, uh, in a short time when you come up here for February 1st. Uh, congratulations on uh, a new addition to your family while I got you on the phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Little Jeff, little Jeff was here, and uh, 
He's uh he's uh he's great. A new 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 baby this far along in life. Uh, congratulations, you are a stud. <laughs> <laughs> you and, go, boy. And I've met his wife. He is a stud. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> you you had a question, Anthony? Uh, yes, I, I was just curious. Did you ever get a chance to meet uh, Pedro Martinez in the Dominican Republic? Oh, Pedro Martinez, man, he was good as a pitcher. <laughs> Jose is a big New York Yankees fan. Am I right? Oh, yeah, diehard Yankee. Oh, I'm sorry. It sounds we like the go call's about to drop. You're going to have to make yourself scarce. I was, I was lucky enough to go it's to... It's hard to be a Yankee fan in New England. It is. It sure is. I was lucky enough to go uh, down to Dominican Republic in 1999 when the Red Sox played the Houston Astros for an exhibition game. And I, was, I went down there with a radio station. We donated bats and balls to the kids down nice. there. And I literally was on the field walking side by side with Pedro Martinez. And he is God down there. And oh, I was yeah. just walking. And I, it was so surreal. I'm walking. Walking next to Pedro, and he was like, the fans were going crazy. Oh, those are his people. It was awesome. Best pitcher I've ever seen pitch. Nice. Yeah, Pedro Martinez, I mean, his brother, or I can't remember what it is, Ramon Martinez. Ramon, yep. Great. Okay, so we're smoking. Uh, we're smoking a CYB right now. Uh, what size are we smoking here? This See. is the um, Lonsdale. 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 Um, My favorite size. Oh, it is? Okay. So uh, what can we expect as we're tasting this? What should we uh, be tasting here? You know, the, the, the CYB uh, is, is, is the first time that Jose de Nicaragua actually did not make a cigar with 100% tobacco from Nicaragua. It took us more or less eight months and 60 blends to make it. No. It has a Havano Ecuador wrapper. The binder is Dominican. Then it has tobacco from the island of Mopepe. That tobacco from Estelí has a little bit of tobacco from Peru. It's a medium to full body cigar, very rich, very complex. It's all about flavor. Like I tell people, why you can have a mild cigar that's full flavor and a strong cigar with no flavor at all. The bottom line is that you want strength, which more than strength, what you want is flavor. You want to be able to pick up the complexity of your own with the balance, the pitch, all the details, even a great blend. Good. It's it's good. It's it's one of my favorites. It's congratulations on on a great new cigar, and that's what it's going to be. Cyb out there, folks. That you want to take advantage of this. You're talking uh, the, the whole line under ten dollars. Uh, it's a good value and a good cigar. So congratulations to that. And thank you so much for coming on the show with us, Jose. I'm looking forward to seeing you on February first. As always, uh, I'll bring the craziest person in the industry with me, John Hart. Oh, yes, yes. He's our local guy up here. I love him. He's a, he's a good friend and uh, a great salesman. Okay, guys. All right, thank you. Jose. All right, that's Jose Blanco, CYB. He's the B in CYB Cigars and uh, makes a good product. The guy really knows his stuff. Uh, it's great talking to him, and he's an advocate for cigar smokers around the world. He, he uh, also really is uh, behind uh, uh, legislation and all Absolutely. that stuff. I've, I've bumped into him in Washington, D.C. when I go up for something, and uh, all the way from Nicaragua, there he is. And he goes, no, I hear there's trouble going on, so I jumped on a plane and came, came down. I'm sure all that stuff's important to you, but most importantly, important to me. What kind of finger foods are you going to have? You know, I don't, I don't know. February 1st, but we are going to have... What, what do you recommend? Cold pizza. Know. I just love food. Why not, why not cold pizza? Yes, yeah. give that a shot. See how that plays out. I, and, you know, cold pizza, that's interesting. You, you get up and running. We have a cigar dinner that, uh, and we bring in for the uh, food cold pizza from the cold pizza store. 
Is it going to be the cold pizza store? Is it going to be... I can't tell you all. I told you enough already. Yeah. I'm probably going to get sued again. You're not going to get sued. You're going to get copied because it's probably a damn good idea. Hang on a second. Did we... we You have... Oh, you we have a cold pizza company. Well, thinking about doing this this drive through idea with uh, with with another product, and, and, and part of that uh, deal, we would sell cold pizza. So if for you're, breakfast. So if you're a dude, you know, going to work, it's already everybody, cooked. Everybody lo- cold. Uh, Made yeah, the day, cooked, day before, right? which yep. is the best way. Yep. And then literally, you put it in the refrigerator, and you come and you buy a slice of cold pizza. Who wouldn't want that in the morning? Doesn't that sound delicious? You're going to work. You in? I'd have to try it. Yeah. What do you mean try it? It's right there. We brought it in. <laughs> it's cold pizza. They made it the day before. They put it in the refrigerator. They bring it in. So you're going to work. You, you, grab, you grab a Boston's energy drink. You grab a slice of cold pizza. You, you, and you, you drive you to work. You that down, and then you smoke your stove. And you know, you don't need a... Then you start your day. It doesn't need to be wrapped. It doesn't need no. nothing. You hand it right out the window. Here you go. Here's a slice of pizza. My hand to your hand. And it's not soggy and flapping. The thing is think of your, firm think and of nice. Think of overhead, too. Oven schmoven. You don't nothing. need anything. It gets all delivered. You kind of need a way to cook the pizza the no. day before. No, no, we'd get someone else to do that the day before. We, you know, and then we just basically pick them up that night, and we know what we need. And it's actually so goofy that I, I think it could work. <laughs> it's so out there. Damn it! Now I know I'm screwed. I shouldn't have let the cat out of the bag. Because if you said that, I, now I know it's going to work. <laughs> it could be really something to take off. And, and can you imagine? I'm looking for investors. Yeah, all, all you need is a refrigerator. <laughs> All you need is a refrigerator. You don't need a microwave. You need a cash register and a refrigerator. What do you need a it's, microwave for? It's cold. That's right. You don't. You need a refrigerator and a cash register. Okay. Yeah. And ring it in. That's it. You need a spot We're to do camera, it. We're on camera, right? Yeah. Marketing genius. There it is. We're going to be able to say a year from now, yeah, we had Anthony Pep on the show. He doesn't do interviews now, but we had him. We had him. Before he was famous from the cold pizza idea. That's it. You know, if, for a talent fee for you guys, you can pay me and I'll... You'll show up anyway, so he'll do it for money. Yep. All right. So I see where he's. uh, So uh, nice cigar. It's great. Now this is a little thin. Usually, uh, what do we got here? About a forty-two, about a forty-two ring gauge. Everybody's into into thicker cigars, and you heard you heard Jose. This is my favorite size of all. The guys that really know tobacco go to the smaller ring gauges because now you have a better blend. You have a good mixture of cigars. When you get into the thick cigars, but I'll tell you, as a retailer, what sells is 50 and up. But the 42, the thinner ring gauge is like a Lonsdale. It's great. It tastes fantastic. It's just not going to sell like the thicker cigars. If you were to add vanilla bean to pickling spices, that's what you would have with this cigar. Not dill, well, not dill pickling spices. He sweet gets pickles. These, he gets these wacky things. But if you were to add vanilla bean into the brine for sweet pickle spices, but, but not um, vinegarish. No vinegar. No, no. The sweet pickle one. There's vinegar in that, but it, that, that's not the flavor that I'm getting. So it's a the, sweet the pickle spices. with lemon. I'm with uh, sweet pickle with vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. Now that he said it, this is the sick part of it. <laughs> that he said it, and then you taste, and you go, "There's a little something there, right?" Oh, absolutely I, I, I'm not. I'm still thinking of cold pizza. I'm not sure. Really? <laughs> you, you, you lost me there with this. Yeah, smoke. nothing. I'm, just, I'm a novice smoker, and I, I'll believe you. You taste smoke. Don't, I'm sure. Don't, no, don't, no, don't no, believe don't him. Smoke. T- take a drawer on the cigar now that he said what he said, and pickling spices with vanilla. I taste cigar. That's it. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. So there's I, nothing wrong with you're that. You're a wine guy, and when you taste wine, do you taste grapes? No, not really. Do you, you taste, taste other the wine? Things? You, t- you taste the wine, I guess, sure. But you don't have background taste 
you know, subtle, subtle. It's there's so a strawberry. Yeah. Sure. You know, there's no strawberry. You have, in it. you have to do that enough, though, to drink it. I don't drink a lot of wine, but I do know that I'm not a bi- I'm not a smoker like you guys, where I yeah. smoke every day. I do love doing this, and I love smoking. Um, so I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning from the best, obviously. Despite so teach me. Despite ha- uh, uh, the the Patriots loss and everything, you set up the show today, and the show's ready to go. You light a cigar up, and you had a smile on your face. Oh, I loved it. Loved and it, you did. It, it was it. like it was like you were fooling around doing or something. Doing, 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 doing something bad. Doing a radio show. See, I grew up as a, as a die. The name of the show is the Diehards. I grew up as a diehard sports fan. I'm, I'm a sports nut. I played football for ten years. Basketball. Love sports. And then I became a radio geek. I've been radio for for twenty plus years. I love radio. Now I'm doing that together. And now I, I enjoy cigars. So you got me hooked on yeah. the cigars, and I love cigars. So now I'm doing all three together. I don't need it's anything heavy. else. Oh, well, I, I, cold pizza. Right. Good to go. Do what you love. How come you guys didn't tell me about this cold pizza that you brought in? You weren't paying attention to the last radio show that happened here. NBC Sports was here while you were out. Dave, it happened Monday. Monday. It happened Monday. This is Saturday. That's right. It's Saturday. So Monday (laughs) when the show was going on, but you were in the building at the time, but you were going through the the hustle and bustle of Monday morning troubles, computer problems, uh, issues. There there was an exponential difference this past Monday of problems that I came into across my desk. My feet are a little it. sticky. Something with the floor going on. Something what with the floor. We got a floor issue going on. We got. <laughs> I actually didn't even take on the floor issue. I pushed that onto your desk. You yeah. can deal with the floor issue. I, and I the dealt floor with guy. it. I dealt with it. There was other stuff. What, yeah. what did the floor guy say? By the way, he said he's never seen this happen before. Never seen it happen before. There's bubbles in the floor. Oh. So a lot of people, a lot of vendors say that to you. Yes, they say this has <laughs> never happened <laughs> before. Never but, saw but this ever. But of course, ever. it happens to you. Yeah, and you still pay the bill. This is what I don't understand. But he's coming to do the right thing. He's going to come and sand it down and do a whole nother coat and do whatever it is. This is like, uh, did, you, floor? did you see the floor out there? No. It's like a poured, it's almost like syrup. They put this syrup on the floor and move it around, and it's an orange yeah. color type of thing. You it's, feel like you should be doing disco back there. Right on. It's yes. Well, oh, we did. Yeah, we did disco. We threw on some <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, and we were getting physical. But this is in the mail order department end where it was cement, and they go back and yeah. forth in their chairs, and it kind of grinds the cement a bit, and then we sweep all the time and powder things. There's dust. So how, do we, how do we make this go away? Mm. Okay, they have this sealant that puts on it. It's not a rubber floor, but whatever it is. It's thick. Yeah. It's very thick. It, but it seals it. It warms it. it it's, it's a good thing. And uh, I went a little I freaky feel, with the color. I, I felt much less stress in there while I was going through what I was going through this morning because there was a warmer feel in the room. Yeah. It's almost like a sunset or something, right? Absolutely. The, the orange of a sunset. Absolutely. Do you different. guys need a minute? Yeah. We want to just, <laughs> just hug each other. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, smoking a, a, another cigar the next hour, usually typically two cigars, but because we had you on, we got Jose on. But when we come back, what I'd like to go, go is we are going uh, to announce the cigar of the year. We do it every year. We okay. have for the past 20 years. And uh, in order to get the cigar of the year, you need the contenders for the cigar of the year. So we have seven contenders. One of them will be the cigar of the year. That will be announced Super Bowl Saturday. Is there, such, eight, eight is there such a thing as a Super Bowl Saturday? Sure. So it's a day before All the, the Super hype. Bowl. Yeah, it's yeah, two weeks of hype. Sure. So yeah. the the hype is over on Super Bowl Saturday. We announce what the cigar of the year is. Now it's brought to you by. Well, this is where you have to teach me. So he is the cigar the, of the year is brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Show. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, obviously. All right. And and, and presented by Boston's Energy Drink. See what I did there? Okay, I like that. 
I like that. This, this is way, <laughs> it's wicked pizza. Yes, it is. <laughs> but this is what we have to learn for this show because we're cigar guys. We're not radio guys, and we're doing this Vakakta radio show anyway. And Vakakta. Vakakta. That sounds like a swear word. No, I think it's a Jewish thing, isn't it? Is it I a... have no idea. We're going to have to dump that out, aren't we? I'm going to have to no, call my grandmother. You do not. I think, it, I think it's just... Uh... Don't worry about it. The FCC's not even listening. You're no, good. nobody's listening. But anyway, it's a show. <laughs> it's a show anyway. We'll catch it on, though. Well, so no, yeah. I, I learned Vakakta today. So you never that's heard good. It? Never in my life, ever. All right. The so... Cigar of the Year is brought to you by the drive through Cold Pizza Idea. Yes, and it can be a funky name. I got a couple of thoughts I'll share with you later on. Can't wait. Yeah, that's not an on the air oh. conversation. No, because Maybe somebody's listening. See, some of these ideas are too good for other people to hear until you have it trademarked and, and done. And this whole idea could be too good to let everybody hear. Did in you? Advance. The more I think about it, the more I want a slice of cold pizza. Go ahead, it's right there. I'm, I'm Put, going to. When take, we go to break, I'm getting up. Right. That's, that pizza right there is courtesy of our friends from the Venetian Restaurant, historic oh. restaurant in Weymouth, Massachusetts, on nice. Broad Street. They had the first liquor license in Massachusetts, family run for over wow. like 100 years, and the food is excellent, and that's where that pizza's from. So, I think I, I think I did a cigar dinner for the Venetian many years ago during the cigar boom in the early 90s. Okay. On the waterfront, right? No, no, no. It's in, uh, on Broad Street in Weymouth. Might be, might be a different. There might be a different. All one. right. Yeah, like the copycats out there. That's they it. Want, everybody They want to be like the man. The Chuck, Venetian. you were ready to say something. No, I was. Just, we're talking about trademarks. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned your cigar Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that trademark? Um, yes. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. I, I believe it is. It better be. And the website is taken, and I got to work. This is not the people in the cigar industry. It's the cigar itself. The Hall of Fame of well, the cigar itself. Here's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Sty Stallone just got inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame. I heard that craziness. Yeah. So would you ever have like a cigar celebrity into the Cigar Hall of Fame? No. No. Don't no. say never. The answer is yes, but probably not right now. That's not where he's going with it. No, I want it to be about the cigar and not the person. What happens is cigars, owners changed. It, it's been buyouts and takeovers and all kinds of um, stuff that happened in the industry. Uh, but the band itself lives on. The band lives on. Yeah. And the brand changes, though. That could be our catchphrase. Yeah? The band lives on. Let's get some catchphrases. The Cigar Hall of Fame brought to you by <laughs> Making Mountains Move. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I don't know about that because Chuck was busy making someone else's mountain move and our mountain stayed standing oh, my still mountain move, hear, last I hear, week. I hear you had a tough show last week when Chuck screwed you. Yeah, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> Bailed on us last minute. You know, all it did is solidify his position here. It made That's what him he stronger. Does. Every once in a while, you've got to know what, 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 what you right. lost by leaving. That's right. Oh, it's, it's raise time is what it is. So it's, it's time for him to say, hey, I need a bump up. Yeah. You think you need me? Well, now you know you that, need me. That's yeah. right. So he I know Chuck Steele. Try it without me. And uh, listen, um, it was Nick last week. Uh, boy, he was nervous. It, it started, things started falling apart, and the poor guy went to hand me my money back at the end. I'm like, Nick, don't worry about it. You know, these things happen. I'm going to stroke out later. Don't worry. We'll see you yeah, later. You're going to stroke out I never want to see you again. <laughs> nah, good Please don't get in a really bad car accident. He was, he was, he was such a good kid, and he, he went home, and he cut the show up for us, and he, and he put it together and posted the podcast. I think the podcast sounds like nothing's wrong. And then, and that was except us talking about, oh my God, this thing right. is falling apart. <laughs> so the proper way is not to bring it up, make believe like it's not even happening. Yeah, you I just don't... ignore it. I oh mean, my you know. God! How do you ignore it? 
It's like a an elephant sitting on your lap. Like this isn't happening right or now. Or you just make fun of it. Nothing else you can do. Really. No, there was nothing that, that could be done. I mean, you could get all stressed and get upset. And I what's, did. What's that going to do? No, just get you. You know what? You're, you're, always, you're always a calm guy anyway. Yeah. Dave, so yeah. <laughs> this one time, it didn't show that you were stressed out. It looked like you were just like you know what. This happens. Just such a calm presence, isn't he? It's the way it is. That's the way it is. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go go to break. When we come back, uh, we are just a week away from announcing the real cigar of the year. Brought to you by Your Guy Smoke Shop. Right. Uh, <laughs> we'll give you the contenders again, and uh, we'll we'll uh, Anthony. You gonna stay on? I'll hang out if I'm getting another free cigar. Another free cigar. We'll ask some more questions to Anthony on sports, and he'll tell us where to go with that. Maybe market us and tell us how to get the cigar authority bigger and better. I'm going to black out on the fourth cigar I'm having today. And we'll give you your choice of the contenders, which one you you want to smoke. That doesn't mean which one's going to win, but which one you want to smoke. That and lots more when we return. You are listening to the Cigar Authority live from Two Guys Smoke Shop on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Victor Vitale from the Cigar Agency Global, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys Now, 
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. She's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This this is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to Big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. 
Light them up, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. We're here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire this week. That's and, the best uh, opening. It is. We, <laughs> it's the bomb. Yeah. Uh, everybody pretty much made up their choices for the Cigar of the Year. Next uh, week, we will give you the real Cigar of the Year, and we're going to go over the contenders once again and uh, some tough Super Bowl questions maybe uh, for uh, our guest host we have with us, Anthony Pepe from NBC Sports, knows everything about sports. Stop and, it. uh, It's true, and we know nothing. Uh, so welcome back, everybody. Mr. Jonathan. We're going to discuss curling in the second hour here because yeah. I'm <laughs> curious to hear your, uh, your thoughts on curling. Mr. Pep. I'm uh, all about curling, so bring it. <laughs> You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We are the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location this week. Nashua, New Hampshire, Two Guys Smoke Shop. We are the only radio show. We don't just allow smoking. We insist that you smoke right along with us. And coming up very soon, I've been talking to the web guy. Yeah. Very soon, we're going to have a way for you to smoke along with a smoke would we smoke when we smoke it. I heard this. So stay tuned for that. Yep. That is coming. Uh, and not only that, you can catch us on any of the seven radio stations picking us up across New England, right on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or tune in at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live. There's also the option for the podcast at any time, right on thecigarauthority.com, or find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And a big thank you going out to thecigarstation.com for replaying our shows twice on Sunday from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. They play last week's show. And what do you, what do you got in front of you there? Cold pizza. That's what I have, too. This is it. So this is what it's going to be like. This pizza's the bomb. We got cold pizza and Boston's energy. You want a Boston's energy drink, too? What do you think, guys? Now he's going to make the listeners mad because he's making noises. Yeah, they get mad. When we light our cigar and make noises, Jonathan mentioned that, Mr. Jonathan mentioned Thank you. that. Um, is that on your license? It is. All right. I lost my train sorry, of thought. Sorry, man. <laughs> this happens all the time. You're, you're in a food coma right now. That's it. I, you, I took a bite and you go, well, wait till the show starts up again. And it just, it's talking to me hey, over what here. Hey, what is the deal with the gentleman that came, comes, comes by every like five minutes and. and Cleans out my ashtray. Is that part don't, of the deal? Don't you have one of those? I don't know. I don't have a fluffer. Uh, no? A fluffer for my cigars, no. Yeah, you got to keep your area clean. and You do now. That's what we do. Yeah, I like this. This is cool. So I like this. No, Mr. Jonathan was mentioning that this is the only show that actually has cigar smoking really in it because there's, there's some uh, TV shows, cooking TV shows, they don't really cook. The burners don't even light up and stuff, and they put the stuff in there and they move it around. It doesn't even get hot. It's fake. They're all fake like Mantel Teo's girlfriend. That's it. Yes. And that's also the same way that it is on, on cigar shows. That they're not really smoking cigars, and that's why we have to do it on location. We've never been to your Quincy location uh, where we broadcast out of Boston. Never seen it. And probably be, the, the building management probably wouldn't care for cigar smoke in that building. Probably, probably not. Probably have some issues. Right. We could do it on the boardwalk right there, right in the water. We could take it outside if we wanted to. We could try that once. Right. But I would love to do in-studio. I've never done in-studio ever. We've been on for three years, never did a studio broadcast. How easy would that be? These technical difficulties would not happen. But we have to do it on location. Therefore, we have to deal with technical difficulties because we want to smoke. I can't fake it. You know, I wouldn't be able to fake it. So we're really smoking cigars. And even you as a professional, sorry, my mouth's full. You do remotes from time to time. Sure. And you run into the same difficulties that we run Happens into. Happens all the time. It's just part of the deal. The line drops, the and you, you hope the guy at the station is paying attention and can play music or bumpers or whatever he's got to do. Nothing's perfect. While you get it back. Sure. 
happens. That might help David not stroke out when it happens to us. But then he wouldn't be able to smoke, so he'd... I got to smoke. He'd probably go into No, I'm saying, I'm saying he gets all flustered when technical difficulties happen, like, you know, it's magic and you can, you can make it work all the time. And you're saying, you as the real guy, you're the real deal, it happens to you. Absolutely. I mean, again... I know you want to think it. I'm not perfect either, man. No, I, I would have thought so, but no. <laughs> but you've been around a long time. How, how long is your radio career now? I've been at this current station in Boston at 1510 for 11 years. Wow. Prior to that, I was at WEI for four years, and I was a music disc jockey in Rhode Island for a couple of stations, uh, a hip-hop station at, called Kicks 106, which is now Hot 106. I was there for a couple of years, and I was at 92 Pro FM, um, you know, top 40 station for a couple. So uh, I've been going almost 20 years now. Wow. And, and uh, you know, had the internships and the jobs, and I was the board operator. I was that guy pushing the wrong buttons at the studio for, for a few years learning the business. Uh, now, and I've been doing this for 20 years. 20 years. Wow. When you did the hip-hop station, I did you cool. have turntables and you're up there scratching it up and actually no, no, mixing, no. or were you just pressing a button on a computer? No, there were, there, was, the there, were, there were CDs at the time. Now it's all automated and automation systems, but there were CDs at the time, and I had reel-to-reel machines where I would splice tape and, and edit you know, phone callers, and um, we had cart decks, which are like the old 8-tracks, yeah. if you will, wow. that had all the commercials on them and all that stuff, and uh, you know, the radio business has changed as technology right. has changed over the years, and it's unbelievable. Um, my pal John and I were talking earlier about the disc jockey days and how challenging it was to do show prep. Nowadays, you can go on your phone and, and, and find out all your show prep right. you need. Before, it was get a magazine and make notes in a, in a notebook and, and write stuff down and listen to other disc jockeys and go, oh, he just said that Snoop Doggy Dog's name is Calvin Brodus. Let me write that down. Right. right. Is it, it really Calvin Brodus? It is. You could do like show prep like Mr. Jonathan does, which is none I have David do it. Yeah. It's but, the magic. But you're busy, you know, running the joint. I mean, he forgets that sometimes. What do you I do at nighttime? Back, Sleep? He's taking care wow. of your floor back there that's messed up. Wow. <laughs> Last I saw you, by the way, is um, you had drank the pool water. He, he oh. drank a cup of water that was on the thing. You want to talk drank about it, he got brutal. really sick. Oh. All and day. it turned out to be chlorinated pool wa- water from the pool or something. something. How many days did he miss from work? No. Well, he left. He I left Saturday miss. after the show. He was sick. I and was sick. I went home, I took a little nap, had something to eat. I actually started feeling a little bit better. What was so, pool water doing anywhere near you? I don't think it was pool water. It tasted very chlor- chlorinated, but I think it was just water that had been sitting there with backwash in it and just got bad over a month or so. Did it happen and, here? No, it was at my house. I thought it was my water bottle from the day, of, day before. Oh, well. And then the kid said, no, that's the water bottle that's been sitting on the table for a couple of months. And I'm like, oh, all right, that explains it. Sounds I like a fun time. Consumed a massive amount of unnecessary bacteria. But like a man, he did the show all the way through. All the way through. I thought I was going to have to drop the headphones and run out and puke, but Nick was having trouble, and I had to stay and <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> so I'm going to light a um, light. I'm going to uh, uh, try a uh, sugar-free Boston's. All right, I'm I going in had. on the. I'm I've not an energy drink guy, really, but I'm going in on the uh, on the regular, and I'm going to give you my professional taste opinion of of this. And before you do that, quickly on the product, it's uh, been going two and a half years. We're in over 400 accounts. It's going extremely well. All in Boston. Uh, Boston. We're a few in New Hampshire, a few in Rhode Island, but more focus more in Boston where we're at, and we're going to continue to grow. The concept here is the energy drink business is a 10 billion dollar a year business. 
obviously you know the, the key players in there, the, the bull and the monster and the rock star. The, the, those are great. We weren't reinventing the wheel with this. Right. It has the caffeine, which you need, like drinking that 8.4-ounce can. It's like drinking two cups of coffee. The caffeine is in there, and, and the, the key ingredients are the B vitamins. They're all in there. It's just a local company. It's cheaper than all the others, more affordable. In today's economic times, you, know, you, you need to be more affordable and cut some corners, and you don't skip a beat. People want to support us. It's going extremely well. We're very excited about it. All right. I got a, I got a flavor profile. Sweet tots. All right. Mine, yours may be sweet Please tots. Please don't tell me there's pickle in there. No pickle. Okay. This is Flintstones vitamins, specifically the orange ones. I love those. Without the aftertaste. <laughs> and even with the aftertaste on Flintstones vitamins, I could eat those things all day long like they're candy. This is liquid Flintstones vitamins. The orange. The orange ones. The orange right. ones. All right. I like that. I'll go with that. I have sweet tots. Uh, is it, that's what they're called, right? Those yeah, round sure, things. Yeah, sure, sure. It's been a long time, but I, that, get no, I, <clears throat> I don't get any of that. But um, you know, some people complain about the aftertaste of some. I of like them, it. If you think you're going to get wings from drinking it, that's bull. If the only monster that counts in Boston is the green one, and if you think you're going to be a rock star, uh, you won't. Right. Just drink Boss's energy drink. It's wicked pissa. That's it. <laughs> and yours is the only one with a slogan that actually comes true. Thank you, buddy. I'll and be able to visit the uh, the urinal cover. It's so it's so funny because doing this business and and Dave, as you know, it takes years and years to launch a business, and there there are so many challenges. Um, I'm not going to complain, but it, it, it's very funny because um, it it it. it, it, it it's hard. It's hard to do this. Yeah. People think overnight, you know, how, how, how successful are you? Where's all? It takes time. And, and to build this thing, you know, we're okay. We're, we're, we know we're doing the right things. All the overnight things that grow, they crash. Overnight. They up. That's just the way it is. Yep. Build so it slow. slow and steady yep. and then ride it for the rest of your life. Hopefully that's the, w- the way it works. All right. We are a cigar radio show. Yep. And you've got you want to talk stuff about spilled all over the front of your shirt. <laughs> oh, wow. Perfect. Pizza energy uh, drink. And that's how I roll, baby. <laughs> That's how I roll. I'll tell you the one that I want. This is, these are the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. I'll quickly go over them. Atabay. That's the which, one I want, but I'm not going to smoke it because I don't want to be a pig. I'll let someone else have right, that th- one. That's Costa Rica. Then we have Inch. This is a big, thick cigar. We were talking about thick cigars. It's an inch across. All right. I mean, inch, yeah, inch, inch across. across. Uh, 60 ring ga- 66 ring gauge is, six, is an inch across. This is 60. And then we have C&C Corojo, which is a Dominican cigar made by Davidoff. No, I'm sorry, made by... Cusano. Uh, Cusano, who was later bought by Davidoff. We smoked, uh, actually, on your show, a box press cigar. Remember, a square cigar? Love that, Dark yeah. square cigar. This is a different one, though. This is called United Cigar. Okay. Uh, who uh, actually uh, is part of the show. United Correct. Cigar Retailers. This is theirs. Um, Estilo Cubano, which is more... Or Estilo Cubano. Estilo Cubano. And the other one is C.O. Jones. It's got balls. C.O. Jones. Put the word together. Get rid of the dots. C.O. Jones. Cojones. Love that. And you understand what that is? Great marketing idea. Right. I like that one. And Obviously, that's the one I'm smoking. It, it, it's got some strength to it. <laughs> oh, just, wait, wait, wait. Just, I, might just, be, <laughs> I might be blacking out. I've, I've had right. four cigars in an hour. <laughs> and this, with no name on it at all, with the silhouette of a woman on it, is La Duena. That's the one this I think I'm going to smoke. It's a great stick. I want that one. Well, we have to ask our, our uh, guest for us because I, I, would wa- I would want to be a gentleman and actually... Uh, thank you. I right. would like the one that you guys don't want. So you guys select one for me. I'm not, I'm not picky. I'm going to go with C&C Corojo. Would that be a good choice? That's a wise or, choice. Or should I give him Atabay? Should we? I think you should give him Atabay. 
I'm not going to start twitching over here, am I? Oh, no, no, no. All right. This, this is probably the best cigar you're going to smoke in your life ever. All right. Okay. I deserve it. Chuck? I'll go with the C&C. Chuck's going to go with C&C. Carojo. Smells like a little dill. I'd like Laduania if you don't want it. You can have Laduania. All right. And uh, I'm going to be a man. And I'm going to... Wow. I'm going to go with C.O. Jones. Wow. Okay? Wow. Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. It's Wicked Pissa. No, it isn't. It's got... Balls, right? It's got balls. <laughs> C.O. Jones. And the, and the two O's are black, blacked out. Let me see that. Yeah, he's out of control with his... I love that. Yeah. So uh, these are the contenders for the 2012 Cigar of the Year. Uh, Super Bowl Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl. One of these cigars is going to be the Cigar of the Year. It'll be announced that day. Brought to you by United Distributors. Is that the deal? Brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop. All right. There we go. Because... Uh, 20 years ago, uh, I came up with the idea of making a Cigar of the Year. And uh, of all the different cigars that came out that year, I uh, talked with the, with the sales staff at the time. I talked with... Both of them. Both of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, we asked customers uh, that were buying the, all the new stuff that was coming out. And we looked through the, um, through the register, and we would notice if people were... Uh, coming in, trying the cigar, and then coming back and buying a box of the cigars. Hmm. When somebody does that, they're actually voting with their wallet. Very, very strong vote. They didn't know they were voting, but they were voting stronger than anybody else. They were voting with their wallet. So we give all that in consideration, and now what we've added is we make this pack up in advance, and we sell it uh, from, say, October through Christmas, and we sold 500 Yes. 500 of these packs of seven cigars, the contenders. And we have a little website, uh, a little email address for them to go on and actually cast a vote. Let us know. Write to us. Let us know their thoughts. And we gather all this information up, every single thing we can get. A couple people wrote like, wrote a book. Wrote a book on really? it. But whatever. Paragraphs and paragraphs of each cigar and how it changed. It was very in-depth. And thank you very much for playing along. Wow. Yeah. So You're and, awarded and no what is, points. What is that website again? It was an email address that was okay. only on okay. uh, Just for on people. that pack for those Wait, people. So that, they can't get the pack any longer. No. Well, oh no, that what? thing sold out in two weeks, man. Wow. Two hundred of them went in three days, and every single person I waited on personally, I didn't realize you guys only did. 200. Said they heard about it on the did show. Five hundred of them. Five hundred. Five hundred total. Now the million dollar question is, where is this cigar here? Because I'm buying some. This is That's awesome. Costa Rica. Actually, Atab- that, Atabay, is Atabay. Atabay. that particular cigar right there, we are just about sold out of. This cigar is That thing awesome. has been flying, yeah. man. That's, a, that's an awesome cigar. The problem with that cigar is the, I, lit, I lit it wrong? No. No. Okay. It's, it's, it's all that's no it. cheap date. That little, uh, that little taster size right there is 20 bucks. Again, I'm worth it. Hello. You are absolutely Hello. worth it. Cold pizza how guy, many, come on. How many other times in your life do you get to smoke a $20 cigar just like somebody who is just rolling deep? With the hundred dollar bills and a wad in their pocket, they can afford to smoke that. And at twenty bucks, you can afford to smoke I'm, it. I'm in. You get to live the life. I am sold. I may have my new favorite cigar. I Here love it. Go. So, but but the only way you could vote is you would have to have smoked all of them because it would be very unfair. I've heard people say before, "Oh, I like this one." Well, did you ever smoke this one in the pack too? No, I never smoked it. You can't have a vote. Yeah. And and when the, when the cigar of the year wins, what happens? Is there a big ceremony? Ah. Are you going to have like a 
the Miss Cigar of the Year come in with a, a, a tiara and a little uh, you're gonna thingy? Have to, you're going to have to help me with that. Um, over the years, I would meet with the manufacturer in advance, which I hope to do also, award them their trophy, uh, take a picture with them, talk to them, tell them this is about what's to happen. Um, availability is a big part of this thing. We want to make sure that the cigar becomes available to us after the fact. Okay. Um, what would be the sense? I mean, it, right. it becomes a cigar of the year and you can't get it. So super limited release stuff that can't work either. So this thing has to be available. And um, we see a giant spike in the brand once we've announced what it is because everybody's curious at that point. Let me try one. Let me try one. Uh, lots have gone into this. My point to this is since we did this 20 years ago, the cigar magazines came out. This is before the cigar magazines. and Before they, they existed. Out, right. And, and now... They have cigars of the year that are looked upon as, oh, the cigar of the year. No, this is the cigar of the year. That is a caught, that is, now we have the magazine cigar of the year. But this is the cigar of the year. Not two guys won't show up cigar of the year, the cigar of the year. And then everybody else's is their cigar of the year. Copycats. Because I came up with it first. That's all. I came up with it first. I'll give you credit. So I I'll win. I'll give you credit. You win. The, guy, the guy that wins. So somebody came up with, with uh, the energy drink name, the, the, the coffee name before yours did, and he says, oh, I was first. Yeah, well, boy, I, did they come up with a very creative name, Beantown. Right. Boy, did they go on a limb on that one. You would have won that if you fought that. I, you know, I wish, I wish I had your backing, man. Yeah. Well, sometimes Someone that was telling me they just put out they put a pizza oven in their backyard for ten dimes. Yeah, I wish I, you were hang, you were hanging with me when this lawsuit was going down. The thing is, you can't throw bad money after bad money anyway. Heard sometimes that before. It's, sometimes it's easy, and I, I've fought to the end and won and lost. Sometimes fighting to the end, and the only person that makes money are the lawyers. So you, you kind of look at it and you say, "Well, okay, let it go." Can I ask you a question about sure. the cigar industry? And you had your guest on Jose uh, talking about the cigar industry, and there's a lot of battles, a lot, a lot of lawsuits, and all that stuff. Um, is it frustrating as, as as a cigar guy, as, as cigar guys that you are, um, that you love this, you love this as a lifestyle? Yet there are so many problems, so many black eyes in the industry. I'm a big boxing fan, and okay. we talked about Burt Sugar. And what what do you know about boxing? Oh. It's it's fixed, it's corrupt, it's Don King, it's this or that. It's such a great sport, and I love it so much, but there's so many black eyes in the sport. It's so frustrating from time to time where you seem like you're always defending boxing, as I am. Yeah. You guys feel like you're always defending cigars? Absolutely. And how sure. frustrating is that? It, it's very frustrating because there's misconceptions on it. The, the media picks up and says smoking is bad. Well, let's, talk, let's break down smoking. Cigar smoking is actually good for you. If you have one or two cigars a day, it relaxes you okay. because the number one way you die is stress. And you watch a customer come in towards the end of the day. It's 5 o'clock. The guy gets out of work. He comes in. He can see he's a stress ball. His shoulders are really uptight and stuff. He had a rough day, and he, uh, and he grabs a cigar, and he sits down. He lights a cigar, and his shoulders start dropping. And after about a half hour or so, he starts getting talkative and everything. An hour goes by. He says, okay, I'm going home now. And he goes home, and he goes home to the wife, and he's a happy person and all that. I see the wife at Christmas time. The wife comes in and says, yeah, I'm coming in to buy my husband a box of cigars. Look up to see what he buys. You know, I don't like him smoking cigars, blah, 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 blah. And I go, you know, I see your husband comes in a few times a week. I didn't get a Christmas card from you. I didn't get any cookies. I didn't get anything from you. He comes in. He's an animal. He smokes a cigar. He starts relaxing. I bring him to you after that, and he's a regular human being. He's nice, he's happy, and all this stuff. A little thank you is all I'm asking you're like, for. <laughs> you're like a psychiatrist for cigar people. Yeah. For guys that want to smoke. You're like the Dr. Melfi in The Sopranos. You just get people to just calm down and, and get through their lives. Is she lives. the hot one? She is the hot one, yes. Love her. 
you could he could go to a lot worse places than coming into a, a guy's place. This is a freaking guy man, man's town, right? Yeah, it is. Man Comes town. in, yeah, it is. Has a cigar, talks about the sports that happened this week, maybe a little politics, whatever he's doing, or he just, just sits there and veggies out, watches a little TV, smokes a cigar, and yeah. just lets the stress of the day. Oh, but go I deal out. with this every day with the energy drink. Oh, that stuff's bad for you. Yeah, if you drink a hundred of them, sure it is. Yeah. Oh, mixing that with vodka is terrible. Yeah, if you drink fifty of them, yeah, it is bad for you. But what is it? Is it Moderation, is, is it, everything. Is it, is, it, is it worse than drinking a 12-pack of beer? Is it worse than, you know, <laughs> eating bad food? It's, it's moderation. It's fine. That's it, right. Live yeah. your life. Yep. And we have people that are trying to put us out of business. You have uh, people on the other side and the government and everything that make so much money from this product. We, the cigar, premium cigar people, fund the children's health in the United States, for parents that do not supply health insurance to their children, premium cigar smokers by themselves fund the whole United States. And we're a small industry. We're 250 million cigars. Less than one cigar per person per year is what's consumed in the United States. And we fund 50 cents on every cigar and pay for, for all of them. Just a thank you once in a yeah, while. Yeah, give us a little pat on the back. Dave, I know you do a lot for charity, and I'm not asking you to, to, to pinpoint and tell us all, all the charity work that you do for the, the, the New Hampshire and all the towns and even the, the, the people that work for the towns and the police office and fire. You do so much for everybody else. Um, you know, and, and again, you, you're never asking for you know, publicity and, and, and what you do. For, you just do it because That's it's it. the right thing to yeah. do. Why do they continue to break your K.O. Jones? <laughs> Why? <laughs> they have to believe. I can't believe they're bad people. I have to believe they're just ignorant. They do not understand. But can't it. they see that you're a very good guy, contrary to what everybody says around here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't get it. And it, it, it is a constant battle. I've been going through it. it, it it's 28 years in this business. From day one, it's been, you know, I like the cigar, and I'm, I'm not shoving it down anybody's throat. Uh, throats. We are in a, uh, a box, our own place, and everybody that's in here is smoking cigars. People come in every once in a while, it says smoke shop, and they come in and go, it stinks in here. You know what coming in that people are smoking cigars, and we don't come here. You know, you, you're not forced to do it. Right. We're all by ourselves. Leave us alone. Let us do our thing. We don't want to bother anybody. And you know what? We don't fight back very well. You know, because we're relaxed at this it, point. It's disposable income people. These people work for a living. They, you know, uh, these are business owners and things like that that can afford money on premium cigars. A twenty dollars cigar. I mean, it's not a regular. You're lighting a twenty dollars bill on fire. Yeah. So the key, the key is, I guess, is is focus on the positive in the industry. Trying to get away from the negative, it's going to be there, but don't focus on no, it. No, you have focus to on, focus I, on the positive we, and move forward. We had done that for many, many years, and said just focus on the positive. But we have to be defensive. We have to do it because if we don't, in the middle of the night, they all they have to do is sign one law that says no smoking indoors right now, right? If they ended up doing that to to us, and it's happened in other states, it has. There's a there's a, a buddy of mine that owns a cigar shop in Washington State. They signed into law overnight one day, boom, no smoking in the store. His business dropped 50%. He's barely hanging on. One thing with the pen. Boom, and I'm done. And it, that's not even the whole bill. They, they wrote that in the fine print. Yep. Somewhere buried inside the bill, you'd need a lobbyist to read every single yep. word of every single paper. So what, what do I do? Out. I hired a lobbyist. you got to have We're, it. Working 24-7 in this state to watch for us. I'm paying attention. 
But I don't know what's happening in the middle of the night, so he's got to be there to know sure. what's happening in the middle of the night because we have to watch just to stay in business. And if I took all that energy I put into trying to keep me in business from the people who are trying to shut me out and put it in to grow my business, who knows what it could be become. Much better than it is now, but lots of my attention is that. And every once in a while, I get an alert on the phone. It's, uh uh-oh, here's what's going on. We have a group in New Hampshire, the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. We're meeting tonight. We're meeting tonight. I'm going to my first meeting. And, tonight, uh, is it Saturday tonight or Monday? No. Oh, no, this Monday. <laughs> last Monday. So we, w- we went on Monday. <laughs> so how'd that meeting go, Dave? Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> you know, and it wouldn't be nice if we could talk to marketing and promotions and things that we could yeah. do, but we talk about, okay, they got this bill uh, going on, and they want to stop this and this and this, so make sure we send somebody there, and the money and effort and the energy that gets put into it. What a shame, all of us, but we have great retailers in the state that get together and put our heads together, and we fight together. And that's it. We're not each other's enemies. We're friends with each other because we're in the same boat, a sinking boat, if we don't save ourselves. Dave, I've, I've known you for years and, and through the radio business and all these things. And every time I come up here, you're a great marketing mind. And, and we were joking earlier about the cold pizza and all these different things. And I love marketing myself. And, and I want to come up here and I want to talk to you about marketing. And it seems like a lot of times I come up here and there's a problem. There's issues with this or that with, 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 with in, within the cigar industry. And, and I just you must get so frustrated. It, it's killer. And it's usually Monday morning. Here it is. You know, Jonathan's saying his Monday morning stuff. You come back to it. Not that I don't work all weekend. I work all weekend. But these things are happening behind the scenes. They Most work. people don't work on, on Monday. So whatever happened at Friday at 445 got sent out on the emails. And then they're waiting for you in your inbox on Monday. And it's like, really? You had to wait till the last second of Friday. You couldn't have called me at 330. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. So, yeah, you got to check on the stuff on, on, uh, during the weekend and see what goes on. But. That, that's uh, half the battle. So you're liking your cigar? I mean, if I had a vote for the cigar of the year. You vote, you can't. Winning. <laughs> you can't. How, do, how do I do this? You have, <laughs> to smoke, you have to smoke the other six. So uh, that's that. C.O. Jones, which uh, it's, yep. got, it's got some. There's yeah. no doubt about it. So you see me nursing. You usually see me smoking a lot hotter and faster than I do. On, on a full-body cigar like this, I have to back off. But the person that makes a cigar is Hochi Blanco in the Dominican. Jose Blanco, we talked to. This is his cousin yes. that's there. They also make a brand. Uh, Hochi? Hochi. Okay. H-O-C-H-E. Which uh, is really Jose, right? Isn't? Yes. But they're both named Jose. So, so we got one Hochi, Hochi and then yeah. the other one's Jose. But two big names in the cigar industry for sure. Yeah. And they happen to be related to each other. Hmm. Uh, Hochi makes a brand called Aging Room that's getting lots of love. I mentioned that uh, to him also, getting lots of love uh, from Cigar Aficionado magazine. The highest rated stuff uh, in the last issue is that. And this is a, another cigar that he makes that's getting no attention right now from magazines, but getting a lot of attention from us. Uh, this was actually out before the Aging Room was out. So uh, it's got some balls, but, it does. Uh, but uh, it's got a lot of good flavors to it. Uh, Jonathan, you're smoking what? I got the Lodwania. Uh, the uh, looks like the Bellicoso, and I don't know if this was the was this the size in the pack? No, not a Bellicoso. No. Oh, uh, you know what? It is. It's the same size, but it just the tip was different. Yeah, it was yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the 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 Robusto. Uh, it's very very good, I think, man. I think we're out of the Robusto. I, I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. another that's another little hint for everybody out there. Ch- we're, uh, yeah. we're we're out of that size right there in the Atabi. We're out of the size. This, the- this is January. Oh. This is a funny thing that happens in the cigar industry, also. In December, a lot of the factories closed down for the entire month. 
and then they come back in January and they start up again. Is well, it, do they close down for family vacation purposes or weather purposes? Well, both? they make them all do it at the same time. It has nothing to do with weather, but it's complicated in some areas that um, they fire everybody and they rehire them back. Wow. Or else there's issues that happen to them after how many years that they're employed for a company. They have so much severance pay or something that happens, so everybody gets fired, rehired back. You, you show up and they say, uh, I want to be a cigar roller. Uh, well, maybe uh, we put you in the box. It's me, Jose. I sit right over there. Uh, okay. You know, it's... Wow. <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff. Interesting. I'd like you to fill out an application, sir. It's I've been me, working Jose. here for 10 years. <laughs> I keep I'm your that. kid's godfather. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chuck Morrison, what are you smoking? I'm smoking the CNC Corojo. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Joe Cusano, right? Joe yep. Cusano, 90 rated in uh, Cigar Aficionado. Fantastic. What's With no same? advertising. That's a real rating. cigar? Yeah. Saying. Listen to this kid over here making mountains move. Yeah. I brought him to you, a radio That's guy that I've known for years. <laughs> now all of a sudden he's a cigar expert. Yeah, right? He is. Getting he is. some uh, nodes of uh, pickle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Chucky Dukes, you've come you a long it. way, my friend. I'm proud of you. He's got you, it. You learned a lot from the best in the business over here. That's it. So, uh, Chuck, I was gentleman. Mr. Jonathan. I can't wait to hear this. Yes. While you were gone. Yes. And uh, what I did was I took the liberty. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. I'll like it. Uh, I'm going to play the... Why, uh, why, don't you, why don't you intro you him like that? Save it. For, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and that's how you'll intro him. I don't know how it's going to play. i got to test it right now. I don't know how it's going to play <laughs> through the microphone. Maybe uh, it doesn't work. Why don't you plug it in through... Uh, well, you can do that. But do it, do it after. All right. Yeah. We'll do it after. Dave's trying to do we'll there. He's, he's right. doing a tease yeah, in the radio tease. business. Dave. He's trying to keep the listening audience. All right. I like it. I like it. So, so Chuck, I'll dude. play that for you later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So later. we're going to take a break. Gentlemen, Chuck Morrison is back for the show. Not Mr. Jonathan. Uh... We'll, we'll see uh, how he did and his little intro and all that stuff. But then Chuck will take it from there. More Super Bowl questions for Anthony Pepe as we uh, eat some cold pizza and enjoy ourselves live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a La Giana Havana cigar. The La Giana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, 
draw in price. Maybe this time you should try an Ortsack Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsack, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsack is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsack is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsack Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsack, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm, mm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new, well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mm, mm, mm. 
Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mmm. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. This is Todd Cumes from Villager Cigars North America, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And if you're waiting long enough, they all come back, right? Correct. That was Todd who left Villager onto another company, actually back with Villager, so so it works. The bump still works. So that's all. That's life. That's life, as Frank Sinatra says. Gentlemen, Chuck Morrison is back to uh, not only show Mr. Jonathan how to be a gentleman, but how this segment is really done. And uh, we have Anthony Pepe here with us from NBC Sports. Now, and, uh, I did a pretty good job with the uh, I was shocked. I the gentleman's way. You did, a, you did a good job. Chuck is going to bring me the cable over here because what I did, Chuck, was I whipped up a little intro for the segment. Oh. And uh, I, I'm submitting it here on the show for your approval. Okay. And uh, we'll see what you think of it. This is a real high-tech if radio you, show. Yeah. You, I see you passing wires. Do you do this, Anthony, in your, in your show? We only have one wire. Can't you get another one of these little the, boxes? The problem, the problem isn't the wires. The problem is once you split the signal and you run two audio devices in, you cut it in half, and then you can't turn the thing up high enough yeah. to get it to and work. And the flux capacitor won't work? That's Correct. Right. You've got to go 88 miles capacitor. an hour. The whole thing gets all messed hey, up. Hey, listen. So. You guys saw what happened last week, man. That's yeah. it. So oh, don't rub it in. He's, he's, don't going, rub out, it he's in. going after the Rays today. This is one of those, like, this, this whole radio show thing is like your car you had in the 70s. You guys aren't old enough. But there were certain ways to drive. You had to hold a clutch down a certain way and wiggle the key <laughs> to make it go. And you wouldn't have to worry about anybody stealing it because the only person that could drive it is you. Right. And this is this you radio you got to teach setup. the guy who buys it how to do it. Yeah. So, so Chuck's the we've only created, one We've run. created, like, PDF notes, Anthony, for, for, like, guys that have filled in, like, you know, gone through taking pictures, the complete setup. You've seen our equipment. Everything's labeled where to plug, you know, stuff in and yeah. where this goes <laughs> and where that goes. Stuff. Stuff. And, uh, yeah. At the ultimate professional that catches himself on the password. Right. So am I turned <laughs> yeah, up over enough. there? Am I turned up over there? You're ready to go, buddy. All right, so here's the intro. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. Gentlemen, and there you go. I like it. All right, <laughs> go for it. Go I for like it. You think that's great? Okay, let's get it. All right, so this is the gentleman's way brought to you by Debonair Cigar and Rum. Debonair Cigars, Anthony Pepe, and everyone else provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair cannot be subtracted from one's life. So, gentlemen, wait. Uh, this past week and a while ago, last week, yeah. uh, I was down in Texas. Not with the Patriots. Um, that was kind of a, a, a devastating blow in some regards, not being able to be there for the game. Gil Santos' last broadcast, we talked about that. But I'll blame you. You yeah. can blame me for the loss. That's yeah. fine. Everyone I blame else you, has. too. 
Uh, that's not very gentlemanly, by the way. And they're but. never going to want to miss you again because there you are. How important right. are you? Right. There we go. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Imagine while if that's what they talk about at the next meeting. <laughs> Chuck Morrison left us and we lost. That's right. But He's here, fired. Here's the point. I'm down there. It's kind of a networking thing, right? There's an opportunity to kind of connect and, and network with other uh, marketers and business owners, entrepreneurs, and things like that. But something, something caught my attention, and it, it's kind of the fact of this. And, and if you're taking notes at home, I suggest that this would be a time to take out your pencil and pens. Um, you want to be more interested in people. All right, this is the quote. Write this down. You want to be more interested in people than interesting to them. In other words... What I noticed a lot of happening is people just talking about themselves and really losing out on an opportunity to grow maybe their business or their network by being interested in other people, Mr. Jonathan. Interesting. So the key concept here is just to listen, to ask questions, to let, make it less about yourself and more about them. By doing so, miraculously somehow, you become more interesting because you're giving that person the other opportunity and platform to speak about themselves. So correct me if I'm wrong. If You're I would wrong. like to appear interesting <laughs> to you, yes. I allow you to be interesting to me. That's it. Thereby, yes. I become more interesting to you, totally having Seinfeld. done nothing. That's exactly right. I I'm, like that. I'm so not interested in what's going on yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be less interested. What the hell are you saying? You're saying to be, to be interesting, be less interested. You know, be, don't, don't make it about yourself. Make it about other But it people. is always about me. Yeah. <laughs> and there's where the then, problem lies. Then you'd lies. have to make it be about other people. But I don't care about other people. And there's where the problem lies. Uh, see, yes. That would make you less of a gentleman. That's exactly. That would okay. make you someone who puts covers in the urinal. That's who you are. There what am, we're yes. trying to do is we, we're trying to step we up. Feel, What's the deal with the segment? Ex- explain the segment. Should we play on the right intro now? again? No, no, this, no, no. This country <laughs> is going down hard, and and uh, guys don't know how to act anymore, and people are being less gentlemanlike, and we, we've did the whole. Uh, culture has changed, and men aren't gentlemen the way they used to be, and we're trying to improve ourselves, and Chuck is helping us with that. But okay. is, this, is, this, is this a female study where you, you think females don't like no. dudes the way they act? What is it? It's just to be a better person, man. Like, for example, we talked about our very first one was talking about airline etiquette, right? So when you're on the airline, what's the appropriate way to act? For example, if you're going to recline your chair backwards, give a heads up to the person behind you. You know, turn around, hey. I'm going to move the chair back a little bit. Otherwise, you know, have you ever sat down, maybe you have your laptop open, and that chair just comes down, the laptop closes, the soda spills. You're like, really? You couldn't have given me, like, a little advance but notice? that's not how New Englanders are. That's not how Bostonians it's, are. It's well, let's switch We it. hate everybody. Let's switch it up. Let's, 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 yes, let's, let's be improve a gentleman, our game. man. Let's be gentlemen and improve our game. Oh, screw you guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Boston's energy drinks. This easy. is it. So, yeah. It's Boston wicked guys. piss a kid. Come yeah. on. There was a woman. She couldn't get her bag out. You know, I got up. Help. You know, helped her out, got the bag down for her. Thank you so much. Yeah, what did the woman look like was, is the key. Ah, it doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're not doing she anything. was hot, though. Maybe she was. She cute, was but hot. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. And you know what? It, it goes over so big holding doors open for people and stuff because the people ain't doing it No one anymore. does it. No oh, one does the, it. That whole chivalry is dead type of deal? It's dead. Uh, so okay. let's bring it back alive. And Debonair Cigars, who's a sponsor of this, is about that. All right. That's what their whole line is all about. They want... To bring back the gentleman in cigars, and that's where the concept of their cigars came gotcha. from. Gotcha. Boy, did I ruin this segment. Not at all. No, you're <laughs> right. This is what other people are thinking. You are our target market, Anthony, for this right. segment. Yeah. And you could use some work, I'll be honest with you. I know. I'm a little rough around the edges. <laughs> so, so that, I mean, that's basically it. Again, you know, be more interested in people than interesting to them. So, and the way to do that is, again, to listen, to ask questions, to make the experience about them having the opportunity to tell you about their life story, you know, their success, what they're doing and whatnot, 
it just opens it up. And by just sitting back and shutting up and just listening, you, you, I'm telling you, be, you become more Try interested. It. Here's Try my it, business card. Like I'd love to call you. Let me send you my email. Like all of a sudden, you didn't say anything. All you did was listen, and now all of a sudden, you're their best friend. Sure. Soft sell. Well, I've learned the that in the, bi- in the business world, you do, it's, it's better to listen to somebody instead of talk a lot in a meeting or whatnot. But so when you're in a meeting, about, you're being about, a gentleman. I don't know about the real world, though. Well, how that, about doesn't, a, that doesn't work in the real world. Enough about you, Chuck. Let's talk about me. <laughs> go, I mean, go back to when you were courting your wife. Okay. You acted like you were interested in what she had to say. Doesn't everybody? Until you... So you took seal the deal, so and then you seal the deal maybe and then it's you're not a interested. different story. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then she hates your guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what you're saying in a, in a nutshell, Chuck, is less is more. Less is more, baby. Thank you. You can get more with less because less is more. You got it's it. Very yeah. <laughs> it's very deep. It's very deep. And the next time David gives me a hard time about not contributing enough to the show, I'll say, I'm just trying to yeah. appear more interesting <laughs> to right. you. <laughs> I'm listening to what you have to say. <laughs> This is like that. that this Saturday is gold, night, Jerry. This is like that Saturday Night Live skit, <laughs> uh, Deep Thoughts with John Handy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the gentleman's way again, Anthony and everyone else. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you debonair enough? Apparently, one of us is, is not. not. We need to get Phil to send what? us some of this debonair rum. I'm dying to try it. It is awesome. There um, was there was one rum that was honey rum, and I'm not into flavored stuff. And he said, "Well, just try it, just so you at least tried it anyway." And I tried, it and it was delicious. See, that's Honey the deal. Rum. I probably would have been a lot nicer on this program if I had a little bit of rum. A little rum. You know, I get loosened up a little bit. Yeah, I get licked up well, a little. Tell me what happened last week with uh, Mr. Jonathan's Gentleman Way. Uh, my Gentleman's Way was uh, about dining out. Yeah. Uh, etiquette when it comes to dining out, but not dining out with someone. Dining out solo. Solo. And the rules that should be implemented by a gentleman imposed upon himself how to conduct himself. For example, there's nothing wrong when you're dining alone with surfing Facebook or tweeting or checking your email. However, the appropriate time to do that would be after you've ordered because Mm. the waitress or waiter owns that time right up until the order gets put in. They've got to get your drink order, your appetizers, your main course, letting them go through the process of doing that because even though you may be uh, wanting to be in and out, there's other customers there and you want to be able to share that time and let the waiter and waitress move through from station to station, and I went over tipping, what was appropriate. If you're in a rush, for example, you don't get table service, you sit at the bar, right. and if you're really in a rush, maybe you slip the bartender a five spot ahead of time and say, listen, I am in a rush. If we could uh, speed things along, and uh, he'll do whatever he can do. But you can't be upset if, if that doesn't happen. There's, it's a full bar. Everyone's there rocking and rolling. The guys so don't be lines. on your phone when they come over to you like, like, like Ted. Sorry, my bad. I was sending a tweet. You don't, right. you don't do that stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You just uh, you, you, you give the time when it's appropriate. And then while you're waiting for your meal, you certainly can surf along and tweet and take pictures and do whatever you're going to do. I like traveling alone. Yeah? It's a lot easier, man. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Especially if you're going to Vegas. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, on your show, you, you have an interesting segment that has nothing to do with sports. All of a sudden, you just go to a question. Or, 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 what do you call that? It's called an entertainment question. Basically, we, we do the Beantown Rundown every day on 1510 from 10 to noon. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. And um, we do five random sports questions, what guys are talking about at the bar when they're trying to be more worried about the other pe- person's uh, being interested. Yeah, and, um, that was a very nice way to throw it to Chuck. That was very okay. interesting yeah. of you. And and then we do an entertainment question, which is just kind of thrown out there to to the to the host, and it's just kind of random. Today's question, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the other day's question <laughs> was: If you saw your buddy's girlfriend or wife at a bar with another dude, should you tell your buddy? 
And very, very interesting. Very question. interesting question. Should you do that? It's Mr. Kind of Jonathan, type, you, type I know deal. you weren't probably paying any attention. To I that. was paying attention. So, so what's the answer to that? You see uh, a, your buddy out with another girl, or you see your you, buddy's you girl. You see your buddy's girl out with another dude, whether it's his girlfriend or wife. wife. Do you tell your good buddy? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, of course. And that's what I said too. When everybody else was saying no, I was the only guy on there saying absolutely. You guys have no gentleman, huh? Yeah, you, that's your boy right there. I don't wow, know this gentleman. It's much better from. to wow. rip it off like a Band-Aid and say, listen. I was ready to go to battle with all you guys like I was doing to there, but no. Yeah. That's no. Just, we were all thinking the same way. You, you have, have to. to. You have to tell. If I see your wife with somebody, count on it. You will get a call yeah. from me. Please, do. You want please, me to. Please, please. Right. Right. You want me to do it. Why I will. You? And I will. And you know what? I would never drop a dime on anybody in my life. You know, my my friend or anything like that. I'm not that type of person. I grew up in a place where you don't rat anybody yeah. out or anything like that. But your wife or your girlfriend is is messing yeah. around on you when I saw it. You got to take care of your boy. Yeah. Right. Hey, I was at such and such. I saw your wife with another guy, and I think they were kissing. Okay. Do it with what with, you want, and now, tell not, her I not, told you. Now do you want to order the nachos? Right. I mean, right. And, <laughs> and tell her I told you. Because most likely I'm going to go up to her and tell her. Hey, yeah. by the way, how are you, how you doing? I'm going to call your husband right now. You may want to call him before I do. <laughs> you're you're an much, absolute uh, lunatic. Hey, I'm going to call your husband. How much money you got on you? Yeah, I don't want nothing. I'm, I'm telling on you, and you may want to call him before I do. All right. Yeah. Because it's going to be worse coming out of me. I thought, the best, I, thought, I thought the best part of that bit was I had all my buddies. My phone was blowing up. I had like 14 texts. Who was, was it? Who was it? Which, right. which, nice. which, which guy was it? Well, you know. They're listening. So that was the only that was the only question, or that was one of five. That was one of the that was the entertainment question after the the, the five sports questions, which were always so compelling. Fair enough. <laughs> the, the sports questions are good and stuff, but tough for me because I don't know all that much about sports. But it's nice of him to bring me onto the show. I don't con- contribute like you. He's contributed to us, but I do the best I can. I was almost killed by Carl Yastrzemski's horse. That's Explain. the only sports thing that's All ever right. happened to me. All right. That's your brush with sports. That was my brush with sports. My dad was, was doing some very high-end uh, stair work, finished stairs uh, at one of his houses. And the, his wife brought us on a tour while my dad was working, my brother and I, and showed us the barn. And one of the barn workers let one of the new horses in that wasn't saddle broke or whatever. He was like this wild buck or whatever. And he came running in and... We were duck, ducking and dodging, trying to hide, and it was coming after us. Very scary. I also had my first brush with an electric fence. Had no idea what the wire was across the top until I grabbed it. And, and then it hurts your, your, your cojones, yes. like a cigar. <laughs> Is that what happened to your hair? Yeah, your it's, hair all, line? it's all gone now as a result. It's funny because uh, over the years, and, and I, I've been working in sports radio for 15 years, I've been very lucky. I've covered championship fights in Vegas met the top fighters, Manny Pacquiao, Oscar De La Hoya, Bernard Hopkins. And these guys are great. They sit down with you. They talk to you. And then I was lucky enough to cover a couple Super Bowls. The Patriots' first run, uh, they had the three Super Bowls. I was out in Radio Row. Met all sorts of celebrities and Joe Montana, all these guys. The greatest excitement of my life was meeting The Rock. Oh, wow. Dwayne Johnson, WWE fame, now actor. I was like a little kid. I mean, again, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, Deion Sanders. And, yeah, it's great to be, you know, see these guys and whatnot. Sure. The Rock comes up. I'm like, oh, my God, there's The Rock. Yeah, I took a picture with him. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Mike Tyson, you ever meet him? I, I met Mike Tyson. He's, he's had all the fights. Yeah. I uh, never interviewed Mike Tyson. Okay. I would love to interview Mike Tyson. Um, and, and Marvin Hagler was a guy I, I'd, lo- I'd love to interview as well as a mm. boxing guy. But, uh, you know, you, you see all the celebrities. I mean, I grew up in this area, sports fan. I've been to Super Bowls, World Series. They're great. 
I tell everybody, there's nothing like a championship fight in Vegas. Absolutely. Nothing. You're at MGM. There's 17,000 plus in the stands. Michael Buffer brings everybody in. Let's get ready to rumble. The crowd's nuts. You see all the celebrities around. Uh, it, it's awesome. I've seen Michael Jordan fights Tiger Woods. It's awesome. I was at a fight in Florida at the Seminole Casino years ago. It was a week before Anna, Anna Nicole Smith uh, died, mm, okay. and she was at this fight. And I'm like, I got to go see what she looks like. I went over to her, like, you know, near her. What a beautiful, yeah. beautiful person. Yeah. I mean, she was beautiful, and she happened to, to, to pass away yeah. about a week after in that, in that complex. Oh, right oh, there. Yeah. Wow. I had nothing to do with it. No. I was a gentleman that night. There we go. Yes, you were. <laughs> it, it was that night that you were a gentleman? I used to have straight-up nightmares about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson and gorillas were the two <laughs> things that I was deathly afraid of as a kid. Okay. Just wanted to throw that at you. Cool. I don't have a whole lot of sports stuff going on. That, those, that was good. That's, that's you, you liked Mike thing. Tyson in The Hangover, I'm sure, the movie. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> that was it. That was my claim to fame. <laughs> when, he's like singing, when he's singing the Phil Collins song, oh, I was dying. And, and for the record, Mike Tyson was not a very good boxer. I'll just leave it at that. Really? Wow. If you look at his resume, he fought nobody. He fought Tomato Cans his whole career. The big fights he lost, the big good fighters, Holyfield and, and uh, the couple of Holyfield fights. And then, of course, he got, he got crushed by Lennox Lewis in 2002. Yeah. He wasn't a very good fighter. He was just charismatic. He came into the ring, no robe, the black trunks, public enemy music playing. Yeah. And he was, a, he was the baddest man on the planet. Not a very good fighter. Burt Sugar came out with a book. We're talking about the Burt yeah. Sugar cigars earlier. Came out with the top 100 fighters of all time. Mike Tyson made the list at 100. He was not a very good fighter. Wow. He was marketed he was, properly. Yes. So he was handled well, not yep. technically sound. Correct. And he was a lunatic. And I have yeah. many stories about him, him off. And you guys heard a lot of them. And I've, yeah. I've heard a lot more after yeah. that. And, wow. Uh, nutbag. Yeah, I would oh. say so. But Guy anyway, uh, tattoos. But enough about me, Chuck. Let's talk about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice. There you go. Isn't that beautiful? Well played. I'm sorry. Am I not interesting to you, <laughs> no, Chuck? Baby, hey, Am no. I not interesting? I love it. I love it. I'm only playing with you. Chucky Dukes and I go way back. There we go. Back in the radio days of when 1510 launched with Eddie Edelman and all those days. How are yeah. we doing on time, Chuck? We're good, man. Four I'm minutes. Tr- I'm trying to do... Uh, Sign language to know where we stand anyway, but uh, <laughs> just, just ask him. He, Dave, he, dis- signals, he disregards he disregards all of the signals that Chuck has taught him, and he comes up with his own. Dave, do you have any cigar <laughs> business you have to talk about, or do you want me to just keep talking? Uh, cigar business. Uh, next week, the big uh, cigar of the year comes out. Uh, we have um, our um, March Madness, which is basketball, but ours is a, is a little different. All right. We have a March Madness sale, which is the first Friday of March, which this year is March 1st, at the Salem location only. Okay. You ever hear of Running of the Brides, the, when, which is the... Um, Mine tried to run, but I wouldn't let her. No, one, one bridal store has a big sale once a year. Filene's, is it? They have a big sale every okay. single year. And the brides line up to, to go get wedding gowns, and they open the door, and hundreds and hundreds of girls pop in, and they're trying all the gowns on and stuff, and everything's rock bottom, low prices. This is the Running of the Brides for right. cigar smokers. Thousands of people turn out, and it's a crazy, crazy thing that happens, and it's going to be March 1st. It's, it's a little ways away, Very cool. but we're gearing up for it now. We just did our inventory and all that stuff, so we gear, gear up to get rid of product. This isn't product that's bad, that went bad in any way or anything. It's move slow. So it, a, a big thing in, in, um, in sales and in running a business is 
movement of your product. You need so many turns a year. When something isn't turning, if I have 10 boxes and I only sell one of them a year, I have 10 years' worth. It's no good. It has to go. We have to get rid of all 10 in one day. How do you do that? You lose money. You sell it for rock bottom, but you get rid of it. You make space for something that can make you money because that real estate is being taken by something that doesn't. And what, what we find a lot happens is in the case of uh, so, uh, a particular brand, somebody will continually buy the Toro, for example. That's their regular smoke, and they'll go to March Madness, and the Bellicoso, the slowest mover of the line, will be on sale. Now, you smoke the cigar anyways, and you cut the torpedo end off, so they'll buy that at the unbelievably low price and stock up because it is the same cigar. It's just that the end of it's a little different or the size is a little different, and it was just a slow mover. And you get an opportunity to uh, maybe not get exactly what you were looking for, but something very, very close at an unbelievable price. Very, very cool. That's the big thing that's happening there. We're getting ready for our uh, 28th anniversary. This year we're giving away a DeLorean, and we'll talk about that as time is getting closer and closer. Tickets don't go on sale till May 4th on that. But the event itself, if you want to mark your calendars to say you're going to go, you've come to our anniversary. Yes, I've been there the last two years. Okay, September 25th is the event, but tickets will go on sale on May 4th on that. Very cool. Uh, Okay, there's our bump of music Uh, next week. The big show... The this big is it. show. This is the Catalina wine mixer, right? For sure. This is it. The real cigar of the year will be announced. It's going to be controversial. It always is, but this time will really be controversial. We'll explain to you why wow. uh, when we when we uh, announce that next week. Brought uh, to you by Boston's Energy Drink. That's right. <laughs> it's wicked pissing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And uh, we may even have a special guest. We'll find out about that if we can fly somebody in for it. Uh, very secretive show. Very. Wow. Uh, thank you to Jose Blanco, uh, who joined us on the show. Thank you, Anthony Pepe from NBC Sports Radio 1510 for joining us. Thank you very much. I hope I wasn't too selfish. Not at all. All right. For Chuck Morrison. Very interesting. Yeah, for Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you for tuning in to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. If you've learned nothing else during this show, guys, keep the lid end out of your mouth.
Matt Hootley, can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices. 